welcome to Supply Chain Tech Podcast with Romby. In this episode, we speak with Florian Burkle, a supply chain management and business analyst at Multivac Group, a leading manufacturer of packaging and food processing machinery. Florian shares with us his experience implementing data-driven supply chain innovation within a traditional manufacturing environment with real-time goods and asset monitoring, and the return on investment of logistics and supply chain visibility for internal and external customers. So uh, how are you today, Florian? Hi, Scott. Nice to meet you. I'm very good. How are you? Great. Wonderful. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm looking forward to your insights. But first, can you tell us a little bit about your background, your role at Multivac, and what are some of the challenges that you were trying to solve for? Yeah. Um, well, as you mentioned before, um, Multivac is a, um, a producer for packaging machines, um, large industrial machines. Um, for food packaging, uh, packaging of um, health and um, life science items, and also uh, in industrial um, items and products. So yeah, I'm uh, working here uh, since 2015, actually. I started as a working student, and um, since 2017, I'm working um, within the supply chain management um, department as a business analyst. Um, yeah, I'm in charge of everything data and business analysis within uh, supply chain management, um, mainly logistics. Um, so warehousing, um, transportation, um, yeah, and spare parts, logistics, um, everything, yeah, around that. And also um, I'm in charge of some, yeah, industry logistics 4.0 um, implementations. Uh, and I think that's what we are going to talk about a little bit. Um, yeah, because of we implemented Romby tracking and tracing solution um, this year. And uh, yeah, up until now, we're happy with it. <laughs> Great. So as I understand it, uh, Multivac is a global company, create these, these very large food processing machines that yeah. you then have to ship all over the world. Exactly, um, yeah. Is it is it multimodal? Is it mostly uh, by sea, by air, by truck? Yeah, it's all of that. Um, it's very multimodal. Um, we ship our machines. They are um, packaged in around four to yeah, up to eight or ten um, packages. And then we um, ship them by truck, by sea freight or air freight, uh, depending where our customer is. Uh, we have customers worldwide, um, as we do have subsidiaries worldwide. And uh, we send our... Uh, our machines um, either to the customers directly or to our daughter company's uh, subsidiaries where um, they then get, um, yeah, maybe um, something has to be assembled again and then they go to the, to the customer. Um, we have a lot of um, yeah, intermediaries um, until our packages arrive at the customers because uh, we pack the machines here then they get trucked to a warehouse where they get handled, stored. Um, then they get trucked to maybe the port, um, another part of handling um, loaded onto the ship. Then we have yeah the, the, the part of the actual sea freight um, transport on sea. And uh, at the destination port, we have handling again. And so we have a lot of um, uh areas and times where something can happen to our um, shipment and where we can lose sight or visibility of our, of our uh, shipment. And that was a big problem initially for us because um, when 
the customer or um, our colleagues wanted to know where is the shipment, when does it arrive, um, in what state is it, uh, we always had to cycle through this whole loop of, of um, information um, back and forth. Uh, the customer asked the subsidiary, they asked us, we asked the carrier and um, so forth. And then we had to um, cycle all this information back and it sometimes took days. Um, so the information was not, um, yeah, like not new anymore, <laughs> was old information. And um, about two years ago, we started with uh, experimenting with um, tracking and tracing solutions, not initially with Rombi, but um, that then came later, yeah. So cool. that was so what types of, without mentioning specific names, what types of technologies did you experiment with to, to get um, that ability? Yeah, we first experimented with like um, big, bulky GPS sensors, which you attach to um, containers. And um, yeah, you can then very low key see the, the position um, and the, the um, actually it's just a position um of the of the good um there were also solutions with which were able to track some shock events something like that um yeah. but everything was very low tech i would say uh not like up to date or state of the art um then there were also um small pieces of equipment um which you just attach to the to the packaging um and they track everything that happens. They also track um, yeah, movement, shock, temperature, something like that. But you are not able to see that information live. Um, right. You then, when the parcel arrives, you can then take this small thing and like read it, um, yeah, attach it to a computer and see the information. And um, that was not helpful either because that was not what we wanted. Um, we needed a yeah, some live information and um, yeah, real-time status update. So real-time location, condition, and inf information at the package level. Exactly. Great. That was, uh, I mentioned the package level. That was another big thing because um, we, with the container tracking thing, um, th there was two not specific enough because we need it on a, on a, on a package level. Um, didn't help that we could track the container. Yeah. Sure. Cause presumably you're, you're moving, like you said, three to 10 of these at a time, but at some point they get to a destination and, and they split up. And at that point, if they're just tracking exactly. the container. We don't always have that full container load uh, where we actually have the container in possession or um, we can just attach something to it. We sometimes have um, less than truckload or less than container load um, shipments. And yeah, so we need it on this package level. Can you tell me a little bit about your implementation experience with the real-time visibility solution? Sure. Uh, last year, um, we did a, um, a testing phase over a couple of months um, where we had some devices and then um, yeah, attached them to some specially picked uh, uh, projects which we had shipments and um, sent them to our daughter companies. Um, we wanted to have this like mm, yeah this route um, where we do have uh, visibility or good visibility of our package so we can track whether um, the solution is 
suitable for us or not. So we didn't um, like do wild experiments. Um, they will take good care of the packaging, if you know what I mean. Like, right. um, yeah, something which we have experience with. Um, and that went very well. And um, also our subsidiaries, they were very interested very quickly in this technology um, because um, they immediately saw value in it, in the information. And that really was something that, um, yeah, uh, sped the process up um, because then we didn't have to do like a lot of marketing within the company, you know, because right. you always have to like, sell other people on your idea but um that happened yeah quite quickly actually so yeah mid last year we decided to to go with the solution and then um this year we um started yeah like really implementing it um yeah so you you mentioned that the the value became clear pretty quickly throughout the organization, even the daughter yeah. companies, what are some of the specifics of, uh, aspects of the solution that is driving the return on investment that excited people about it? Well, um, we did have um, some problems with um, damaged goods when, when they arrived. Um, the damage often was not, re not really obvious. So um, when we had this um, change from one carrier to another, as I mentioned before, um, like from the warehouse to another carrier uh, by truck. Um, usually the, the second carrier has to check if everything's all right. So um, sometimes damage was not obvious. And um, it became quite obvious when we had shock tracking. So um, we could actually see when something happened to um, one of our packages and where it happened. So the whole discussion of who did what to our package became yeah somewhat very easy for us because we could like see it and show it we had a timestamp we had a location and we had um yeah chi um powers uh that we could show and um yeah that level of information was something we never had before so have you been able to use this information in the aggregate to start to benchmark the performance of transporters or to evaluate uh, the, the various lanes that you manage to see which ones are, are performing best and which ones you need to, to monitor for damage more often? Well, um, we now have information that um, supported some of our um, thoughts already, uh, because of course uh, the lanes which had the most handling processes involved are the lanes that are um, most prone to to damages um, sure. so that became obvious then um, also <laughs> what we found out rather quickly was that um, we told our carriers that we are tracking the shipment um, okay. because uh, yeah we wanted that visibility and also um, I mean sometimes the the packages get checked and then uh, they, they see it anyway because there right. are batteries involved and stuff like that. So, yeah, we told them. And um, telling them already, um, we felt that they were handling our packages more carefully. <laughs> <laughs> right, just, like taking a placebo. Like the placebo effect. Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Yeah. That's interesting. So what do you think is next for you in, in terms of progressing along the journey of what your goals are for um, supply chain logistics and whether it's a building scaling up with uh, with real-time visibility or what other aspects of technology are you excited to evaluate and, and implement? Well, what we are doing with uh, the tracking and tracing solution, as that there is a, a roadmap actually, um, we want to um, make the whole process of setting up shipments and um, yes, setting the whole thing up more automated. Um, we have, of course, a warehouse management system and uh, enterprise resource planning system, and um, we want to hook, yeah, those uh, technologies up together. And then um, it would be perfect if, like the the shipment in the portal would be generated automatically when we um, package the shipment in in our. Uh, packaging department and everything's like yeah totally uh, automatic that would be great um and we're working on that um sure there have to be some some process adjustments and um uh, we have to link the correct data and everything but um that's what we're doing next okay yeah and um well might also be that there is some asset tracking uh, in the future um because of course we also have a lot of uh we, we don't own trucks uh but um we have a lot of um machinery driving around like forklifts um and uh yeah um also like like uh, technician cars um for for maintenance so there could be some some asset tracking and um i mean i know there's a solution for that as well right <laughs> absolutely yeah and you had mentioned um, the fact that Multivac creates these food processing machines, but also some medical devices and, and other um, goods. Are you considering expanding it across the suite of, of goods as well? Um, well, no, it's, it's packaging machines for uh, medical goods. Okay. That was okay. what I meant. Yeah. Um, so, well, um, the solution is... Basically, for for any anything that we we um, package and and uh, ship to to other destinations. Um, so yeah, of course we're trying to expand. We actually we right now have a experiment that we're doing or little little uh, test. Um, we're sending um, two of our machines to uh, different um, subsidiaries for um, training purposes. Um, usually the technicians. Uh, come to um, to the headquarter here um, to get training um, once or twice a year. And um, because of travel restrictions right now, um, we are sending the machine. And um, we're actually tracking it on the way um, with our tracking and tracing solution. Um, yeah, to know where it is um, and to always know the state the, the machines are in so these are these little yeah side projects that um are possible with this solution because it's very uncomplicated okay any parting thoughts before we wrap up i think we found a great solution um i'm really happy with it actually <laughs> and uh no i'm, I'm uh, 
thankful that we could speak to each other. Um, was my pleasure, actually. Wonderful. That's great to hear. Thank you so much, Florian. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Supply Chain Technology Podcast. Please check out the transcription and other episodes in the series on this page. Thanks for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Supply Chain Tech Podcast with Roby. If you'd like to support us and invest in yourself while you're at it, visit roby.com. You'll find blogs, ebooks, case studies, webinar discussions, digital solutions, and a bunch of other helpful resources about supply chain visibility and the related technologies. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.